0: hi this is Chris
1: and this is Elmi
0: and we know something about astrology I'm a Sagittarius Elmi is a Scorpio today is Saturday April 15th and this is for April 15th through April 21st and we are coming up on the first mercury retrograde of 2023 Or at least I think it is. We had one that, like, we started off the year with a Mercury retrograde, but I think that one technically started in 2022. But we got one coming up, so you know, this is actually kind of a good time to maybe kind of refresh ourselves as to where we are and what's going on with the planets. And right now we are in Aries season. The sun is in Aries uh, for the last uh, for the next few days. It will continue to be in Aries, but this is the last week of Aries season. This weekend, right now, Saturdays, we're recording this podcast. The moon is in Aquarius, so there's kind of some sociable energy in the air. Mercury is in Taurus, and Mercury is actually going to stay in Taurus for quite a while because of this Mercury retrograde. Mercury will remain in Taurus into June. Mm. And Venus is in Gemini. Venus is in the sign of Gemini. And Venus in Gemini is not... I mean, it's a fine placement for Venus. It's fine. I mean, Venus is going to be in Gemini, it's great. But it's not necessarily a placement for, like, deep feelings of love. You know, Gemini is not as attached to that kind of stuff. It's more about making contacts, socializing, getting out there, making new friends, that kind of stuff. It's fun energy. Don't get me wrong, Venus and Gemini. But it's not necessarily Romeo and Juliet type of energy either. And, um... It's more about the attractiveness. It's more like mental energy is attractive. How do you think? How does your mind work? That's really sexy right now. Mars is in Cancer. Mars has been in Cancer, will continue to be in Cancer. It's about a third of its way through its stay in Cancer. It's currently at 10 degrees Cancer. And Mars is in its fall when it's in Cancer. Mars does not perform as well. In Cancer, as it does in other signs, it's exalted when it's in Capricorn, it's in its fall when it is in Cancer, and of course its home sign is Aries. So, you know, just our drive, our energy, our our actions might feel a little discombobulated at times because of that. Mars doesn't like to stop and think and feel. Mars just wants to act and react. And Cancer energy likes to kind of, you know, dip its toe in and test the waters before it you know, goes full force ahead. So Mars is a little bit uh, stifled when it's in Cancer. Jupiter is in Aries. Now we're getting more into the outer planets. Saturn's in Pisces. Uranus is in Taurus. Neptune's in Pisces. Pluto is in Aquarius. That's kind of where we're at right now. So again, this is the last week of Aries. And it's also the last week of no retrograde planets. We've had a little little phase here where we haven't had any retrograde planets and that's about to come to a grinding halt but in the meantime this is still like go forward push ahead kind of energy uh i'm going to flip the page here i didn't uh usually i write down my uh notes on or i email them to almy or whatever but today i just scrawled them down in a notebook and now i have to try to read my handwriting if i can but let's see i'm just going to find the right page here so today yes the sun is in aries the moon is in aquarius and the moon will enter pisces pretty shortly here it's going to go into pisces at 4 p.m pacific time and the energy will get a little more dreamy, perhaps a little more sensitive, a little more maybe withdrawn, you know, when the moon is in Aquarius, we're usually out in the world, we're making contacts, we're socializing. Once the moon goes into Pisces, emotionally, we might want a little more privacy, we might want to have a little more um, introspective sort of thing. So the moon goes into Pisces tonight, Saturday, it'll be in Pisces all day Sunday, Sunday's energy is looking pretty good. Uh, The Pisces moon is looking fairly happy all day long it's going to form a nice trine with mars a nice sextile with mercury a nice sextile with uranus Uh, there will be a square to venus in there but that's happening around uh, 2 a.m east or sorry 2 a.m pacific time so we'll be sleeping through that i'm guessing Mm. but overall yeah the pisces moon is looking pretty happy on sunday so hopefully you get some of those good sunday (laughs) vibes Uh, i'll take a quick look at monday real quick Monday, the moon will continue to be in Pisces. And actually, we have a pretty long void-of-course moon. I think people on the West Coast will feel a little little bit more. The moon will go void-of-course around noon Pacific time. And it will stay void-of-course until 6 p.m., So usually what that means, what I find at least, is that there can be a lot of activity leading up to the moon going void, of course. So if you're on the West Coast, Monday morning could be an especially busy morning. could be a lot of activity. And then around noon, things might kind of settle down. But I'd say expect to have a busy morning. And then if you're on the East Coast, I'd say just expect to have a very busy Monday in general because you're not going to get that void, of course, moon until about 3 p.m., so later in the workday things will settle down. Uh, and then the moon is going to form a conjunction with Neptune at the time of that void, of course. So that can bring some confusion to things. Uh, moon conjunct Neptune is great for creativity. It's great for daydreaming. It's not necessarily great for business matters. So that can be kind of a tricky day. You might not get clear information on Monday because of this moon-Neptune conjunction. And you might feel a little tired on top of it. could feel a little bit drained but again, my my advice for any Pisces Moon, if if you're having trouble um, organizing things and putting things in order, just try to laugh if you can. Humor is always a good uh, resource anytime you're dealing with a Pisces Moon. Eventually, these things will straighten out, and the Moon will enter Aries around 6 p.m. on Monday, April 17th. And it's going to form a sextile with Pluto, so that can bring some intensity to things. Anytime Pluto touches anything, it's going to bring intensity. It's that uh, Dr. Evil sort of energy, um, but sometimes not even as nice as Dr. Evil. Although Dr. Evil is pretty evil, right, when you say, Elmi?
1: Uh, sure, yes. It's in his name.
0: Uh, yes. He does evil things. I think he lives up to the, the villain archetype pretty well.
1: Oh, sure. I was not expecting a Dr. Evil reference. That's, that's a...
0: That's an old one. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pluto. Pluto, we're gonna be talking Doctor Evil. And All right. we have an eclipse coming up this week as well. Oh. And yeah, the the energy is kind of peaceful and quiet, I would say, this weekend, or hopefully it is for you. If it's already kind of chaotic for you this weekend, it's it's gonna amplify as the week goes on. Mm. But speaking of amplifying as the week goes on, and this is no that made no sense for any kind of segue, but I'd like to transition <laughs> now. <laughs> into the ask a scorpio segment of our show as i mentioned at the top almy is a scorpio Mm -hmm. she's been a scorpio her entire life yep and every week i like to ask almy a question to get her scorpio take on life now almy as a scorpio correct me if i'm wrong but scorpios tend to appreciate their privacy Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily they're not looking to leap into new situations or new friendships. They want to kind of, you know, suss someone out, you know, so to speak, do their research. But with Venus in Gemini, and Venus has been in Gemini for maybe a week now, have you found that you're socializing more. Have you found that you're doing more activities and that you're wanting to connect with people? Have you noticed that mm. trend? Cuz I feel, you know, I know you very well, like we mm. share life together. <laughs> so pretty much anything I do, you're doing it as well. And I feel like we've been going out a lot lately or doing more things.
1: Yes. Would you I...
0: attribute that to Venus and Gemini?
1: Yes, I agree. We have. And sure, why not attribute it to Venus and Gemini? I think it's a good thing to Get out there, meet new people, expand your social circle, say yes more than no. Even if it's getting outside your comfort zone a little bit, I don't know. It's fun to explore. So, yes, I agree.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been more sociable than we have been recently. We were in Palm Springs last weekend. Sorry, we didn't do an episode last week. We were out of town and uh, tried to sneak one in before we left, but it didn't quite work out. And then last night we were at Amy's uh, uncle's place, met uh, their new dog, Cookie. Is that right? Yes. Is her name Cookie? She's adorable. <laughs> I guess what I'm getting at is, you know, with Venus and Gemini, it's a great time to go to Palm Springs and meet dogs named Cookie and do whatever else it is that you like to do. But, yeah, mm-hmm. get out there and connect with people, you mm-hmm. know, so you never know who you'll meet right now. Yeah. And uh, it's just very chatty energy. This is a good time to, to socialize and to try to make new connections. People will probably be more open and receptive to it. Mm. Again, with Venus and Gemini, it's not necessarily uh, there's a deep I need you, you know, I, I can't live without you kind of energy. But it's more of just like, hey, let's hang out let's get a drink or whatever it might be Mm. Um, sorry I'm talking over your Ask a Scorpio segment but um, I feel like you you answered and you did a great job (laughs) and uh, thank you Almy as always for sharing you're welcome and that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show nice all right so Monday, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing at least that it's going to be a very busy start to the day. It'll probably taper off at some point once the moon goes void, of course, but you can expect a lot of activity on Monday. Tuesday, the energy seems to be pretty relaxed. The moon will be in Aries all day. It's not forming a ton of aspects. There will be a square to Mars in there around 3 p.m. Pacific time, and that can put a little, uh, what do you call that, the cog in the that wrench in the cogs or the wrench in the system, gum up the works. It could, yeah, wrench them. It could really gum up the works, okay. but only for a couple of hours. That is a fleeting transit. Uh, so the big event this week is Wednesday. We have ourselves a solar eclipse. It's also a new moon. So it's kind of... Wild energy, and that usually the overall vibe tends to kind of quiet and and slow down as we approach a new moon. When when we're in the dark of of the moon, things tend to be kind of quiet out there. And in this case, though, we have conflicting energy because the solar eclipse is going to bring some more hyper activity to things. So we have this kind of uh, yin and yang, push and pull, whatever you want to call it. And this is going to be exact Wednesday night, 9.13 p.m. Pacific time. And the moon and the sun will both be at 29 degrees Aries. And when you want to talk about impulsive energy, 29 degrees Aries is impulsive energy. Aries energy is impulsive to begin with. And 29 degree, that is the uh, critical degree. That is when that energy is at its most critical point. So it's it's an, this is going to be an intense one and, and aries energy is it's all about me you know and and i'm not saying every aries out there is egocentric or or you know totally completely full of themselves but anytime we're dealing with aries energy we're dealing with matters of the self we're dealing with i who am i what do i want what do i need focuses on me first so this new moon is going to be any of us are going to be focused on ourselves and maybe feeling the need to defend ourselves or at least or maybe a need to, maybe feelings of like rebirth or wanting to rebrand ourselves, rebrand our image. You know, what are we projecting out to the world? So this new moon is going to get us thinking. This is actually the second new moon in Aries that we've had. We had one back on March 21st, and we're having another one, another new moon in Aries. Only by 17 minutes, this this uh, new moon is happening at 9.13 p.m., again, in the sign of Aries, but at 9.30... 17 minutes later, the moon will enter Taurus. So this was almost, I guess you'd also say this is sort of a Taurus new moon as well. I mean, take your pick. Technically, the moon's still in Aries when it's happening, but Taurus is right there as well. And then on top of it, on top of this sort of impulsive energy and how we're thinking about ourselves and what do we want and what do we need, the moon is going to form a square with Pluto just about an hour after this new moon solar eclipse is exact. And again, as I mentioned, Pluto is... Dr. Evil. Uh, It can get a lot darker than that, too. But Pluto is that energy of just like ultimate control, ultimate power. We might feel the need that we really need to control a situation or a certain scenario. And uh, that can be really, really intense. So Wednesday, April 19th is not a day for the faint of heart. But it is a day where you could make some big changes in your life. Or you might feel that you would just want to sit down and write out a list. Like, what do I want my life to be? And, and go at it that way, too. But you might be driven to want to make some changes and you might be feeling very empowered to make these changes. And I'm not saying all these changes are going to happen on Wednesday, April 19th, but it could at least be the catalyst that sets you on this path. And if you are someone who has any personal planets, obviously, if you have them around 29 degrees Aries, you're going to be feeling the heck out of this uh, eclipse. But also if you have personal planets in the cardinal signs around 29 degrees, so that would be Cancer, Capricorn, Libra. Like, What do I have? I have Venus at 27 degrees Capricorn. So that's technically a personal planet in a cardinal sign close to 29 degrees. We'll see if I feel any of this action more so than other people. But, uh, yeah, Wednesday is going to be quite a day, and we'll continue feeling that energy into Thursday. It will carry over into Thursday, absolutely. The sun will enter Taurus on Thursday. So we, we end Aries season with a very big bang. Let's just put it that way. And Thursday, April 20th, we will be in Taurus. Uh, at 1.14 a.m., the sun will enter Taurus, where it will stay for a month. And then the Sun later that day is going to form a square with Pluto. So the Moon is forming a square with Pluto on Wednesday the 19th. And then the Sun is also going to form a square with Pluto this time on Thursday, April 20th, bringing just more intensity to to things, more power struggles, more, I need this, I have to have this, I will do this. Um, You get the idea. Um, But yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, these are intense days. And Thursday, especially, at that point, we're going to have a lot of planets in Taurus. All of a sudden, the sun will be in Taurus. The moon will be in Taurus. And Taurus is very, very much interested in the tangible things of life. It's interested in in money, you know, our finances. It's interested in do I have enough? You know, am I providing for my family? Am I providing for myself? Uh, food insecurity, all those things are going to be amplified on Thursday. All that stuff. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah, Wednesday and Thursday are looking to be just some real powerhouse days. Uh, I, I don't mean to bring too much hyperbole to this, but th- there's there's some potential for some real uh, fireworks to happen Wednesday and Thursday. We'll see what happens. And then Friday, uh, nothing will be cleared up at all because Friday is the day Mercury goes retrograde. So we have a solar eclipse. We have the sun and Pluto duking it out in the sky. And then we have a Mercury retrograde on Friday. And this Mercury retrograde will last until May 14th. So Mercury goes retrograde Friday, April 21st. It stays retro until May 14th. You know, I bring this up all the time, and most astrologers will tell you the same thing. You actually want to act as if Mercury is already retrograde Mm -hmm. about two weeks before it starts. And then you want to continue to act as if it's retrograde about two weeks after it ends ends. Mm -hmm. And that's because of the shadow period. So all this week, you know, maybe you've already seen it in your life. Maybe there have been some miscommunications. Maybe there have been some things that have come up uh, where you thought certain situations were done and closed, and then all of a sudden, oh, wait, no, they're not done. Um, Or people from the past come back, and and maybe they want to work with you again. It's not always a bad thing, but it's just um, you might have noticed some of that already, and that will continue to intensify as well once Mercury goes retrograde on Friday, April 21st. And as I mentioned, Mercury is staying in Taurus, in the sign of Taurus for quite a while. Mercury will remain in Taurus throughout this retrograde period, And I believe it stays in Taurus all the way until June 11th. So the non-retrograde planets we've been enjoying, that's about to change. Starting Friday, Mercury will go retrograde. And then the next planet to go retrograde after that will be Pluto on May 1st. And, um, but otherwise, yeah, I think just focus on that. solar eclipse, new moon, Wednesday and Thursday especially could bring some real intense energy to things and just try to you know stay grounded, hang in there, do the self-care thing, you know, with Mars and cancer. You know, I mentioned although Mars doesn't for- function as well in cancer, at the same time, Mars and cancer understands the importance of self-care, mm-hmm. the importance of nurturing yourself. Mm-hmm. and and nurturing others and nourishing yourself as well. So try to put good things in your body, especially this week. Try to, you know, go out of your way to be nice to yourself because you might not necessarily get that from the outside world. Hopefully you do. (laughs) But, um, but, you know, take care of yourselves. Hang in there. Thank you, as always, for listening. We love you. And I think Almy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths.
1: Let's take a couple deep breaths. First, let's get in a comfortable position. Let your shoulders drop. Release the tension in your jaw. Release the tension in your forehead. And if you'd like to close your eyes while we take our deep breaths, you can close them now. Let's take a slow deep breath in. And release. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Slow deep breath in, and slow deep breath out. As always, we thank you so much for listening. We thank you so much for your support. You can follow us on Instagram at Something About Astrology. We hope you have a great week, and we will talk to you again soon.